Welcome back to another roundtable. My name is Adam. With me once again, I have Rusman. Hello. And Victor. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And today, we're going to talk about how you can read the 10K annual report. I think this is a pretty interesting topic that we can talk about. Yep. Because if you want to analyze a company, usually the first place that you want to go to is the annual report. Yes. Or the 10K for yep. American companies. Yep. And in this roundtable, we're going to talk about the 10k specifically because i think a lot a lot of us invest in u.s companies some of the best companies in the world yeah. come from the u.s so if you ever had a look at the annual report or the 10k and you found it like a mishmash of confusing numbers and a lot of text like a wall of text coming at you we're going to teach you how you can go through the sections and pick out what's really important when you go through the 10k all right yep. so i think let's just start with um you know why do you th- why is why is the annual report so important just like overall why is it so important i think it's basically like a health reports you know that reports the the health of the company right so 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 all of us when we go and do a medical checkup you know there's there's this report i say that oh we are healthy and all this so same for the end report uh you you have your financial statements that that tells you okay what what the company did in the past that come out this result okay Mm -hmm. and of course uh also uh the those extra things that the management did for that particular uh, year okay but of course in your own health report you it didn't show what you did in the particular year so that's the reason why is it important because you know that uh they do certain things that come out these certain results and if the things they they do and the result is bad then you want to know why because eventually right uh for the annual reports there's a lot of nuggets right uh where you can get insights about the companies right and how the company perform is how the financial statements and and the businesses perform moving forward so that's where the main information you can get is the annual report and i can tell you 95 percent of people don't read the annual report <laughs> yeah, they don't read it cover yeah. to cover yeah so like we have an example of an annual report yep. over here it's, this is from alphabet yep 10k yep. um so it's a lot of pages in it. How many yep. pages is that? About? Usually for most annual report, they are 100 over 100 pages. Page, 100 yeah. pages. Yeah. So, so this is considered a thin it's version. It's thin, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I would say, yeah, you're right. Most people don't read yep. the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you read the annual report, you, you, you are ahead of 95% of the people. All right. So this helps with your investment decisions yep. and, you know, and kind of yeah. deciding what's what makes a good company. Correct. A good company or a bad company, yep. right? Mm. So I think we're going to dive right into the 10K. And I know, like we said, there's so many pages in that. Um, how do, If you're a beginner, you yep. know, you look at that, you're going to get intimidated, yep. right? <laughs> how are you going to start reading something like that? What What are the sections that you that you want to focus on? And, and in those in sections, you know, what's important to pick out? So yeah. what's the first one you look at? So I think the first thing you look at is the content page. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. You look at the content page. There's, you will see that there's a lot of lines over there, right? Items in the content page, and and usually people see is do I have to read everything? Okay. Right? No, right. Actually, you do not. You do not have to read everything, right? There's only certain uh things that you read. Like I will start off with uh business, mm-hmm. right? Because you you cannot invest in a business if you don't understand the business, right? Okay. So I'll go under the business segment, right? For for the US 10 case, they are very comprehensive. You can really. Uh, know inside out of the business just by reading the 10k because they they give share a lot of very good information inside yeah so i'll read that segment first right? so it's kind of like the the business segment yep. like the section that they kind of just explain what the business is about yep. yes like they tell you what it is exactly yeah and yeah. how they really make money how they make money how and the all revenues that. actually recognize you know? it's a really good summary actually yeah, yeah and also who are the competitors yeah sometimes detail down all this so yeah. what you are buying when it comes to buying any stocks you're actually owning the business right and this is all captured under this this here mm-hmm. right yep. so if you read it you understand it ah, this is a business where you can consider looking at them right if you read yep. it it's like what is this business yeah, all that's about? True. uh of course 
your common sense tell you that you know don't touch because yeah. you don't understand. Correct. Yeah. So if you read the thing <laughs> and you don't understand what it's telling you, you probably want to put that aside. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> too complicated. Or you take for more, you. If you really would like that company, then you got to take the time yes. to go understand it before you invest. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So if you don't understand the business, just just go on to the next company. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the first part. And sometimes when you read the business, you I mean, for example, you you know this about this company. And you read, let's say Amazon. Some people may think it's just about e-commerce. <laughs> and then you read the the 10K. It's so many other business yep. models and have, within yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. you got to understand each and every business model that they that's have. That's right, yeah. Yep. All right. So I think that's the first step to understanding a company is to understand its business model. So that is found in the business uh, section of the yep. 10K. What's the next part? So below the... Just below business segment, the next item is actually risk factor, right? Okay. So a- every business has risk. So you need to understand what are the possible risks that can a- actually affect uh, the business uh, profits and revenue, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this part, they are very comprehensive. Though. In the US, right, they literally state out every risk, right? Uh, those really important ones and those really, I feel, is like, the just boi- ca- trying yeah. to cover up the lo- lawsuit. Yeah, know? these are called boilerplate uh, <laughs> risk factors. Basically, yeah. every company uses the same risk yeah. uh, factors for this bunch of uh, risk factors. Yeah, because yeah. it covers like almost everything. Correct. So <laughs> that's why you have to read the business segment first because the business the business item when you read right, you can understand roughly uh, what type of business it is. So when you read the risk segment right, you can know what are the risks that really affects yeah. the business. It if it really it will happen, right? Yeah, so happen. under the risk factor, they have a few sub-segments. One is a risk specific to the company. Uh, this is the part where you want to read yep. because it kind of highlights that, you know, the factor that will affect their business to drag down their revenue, okay? So like in the alphabet case, they say that you know, a significant portion of their revenue actually come from advertising, yep. right? So if anything, next time in the future, there's a change of trend of advertising and people no longer advertise on Google, uh, that's a risk that yep. you need to be concerned yep. of. And that's yeah. a major risk because yeah. that's how radio and TVs and newspapers are yeah. being wiped out, right? Yeah, because I think for digital advertising, yeah. it's pretty, pretty much 98 yeah, of 90% of Alphabet's revenue. Yeah, so yeah. basically when you read this type of risk, you are kind of like, you know, get a sense that uh, what is the trend now mm-hmm. yep. right, and how likely that it's going to change over the next uh, few years. Yep. Uh, so this is something where as an investor, we always try to kind of like predict it. But of course, based on what we are seeing right now, what we have, right, so you always need to monitor this, this yep. and this part is where you need to understand it. All right, yeah. so you basically want to pick out the risk factors that are unique to Correct. this business. Yes. They also yeah. have some risks that related to the law regulation policy. So this is like typically, you know, your companies at Alphabet were uh, more prone to mm-hmm. because they have a lot of uh, you know, legal action going against them because they are very monopolistic. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so those are risks you can read, but in general, I think they are pretty much uh, the same to okay. most companies. Yeah. yeah they I are. Yeah. They are basically subject to lawsuit and all that. So yeah, yeah. I think the risk factors to me actually the most. Uh, important thing for, for me to read actually for me my personally yes you know, so I really like to understand what the business is about and the risk actually helps you to understand the business yeah. even yes, better correct. not yes. just what the business is yep. yeah I mean when you invest people usually think that oh how, 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 how much money can they make from correct. the stock right yeah. Yeah. but very little you know, they spend time on uh, how to uh, what is the downside uh, this is the part where it covers how the can downside. I lose money how can that you is lose the first money? question yeah. you should ask and what are yeah. the factors that can affect the revenue and net profit okay right. yes so risk factors very important we're going to yeah. read that so what's the next uh, segment I think the next segment will be a few lines below uh, under the part 2 item number 7 we will usually look at the management discussion and analysis right so that at that part right they will the management will usually discuss uh 
why the revenue and net profit increase you know and for the year what did they do how's the performance of your company so yeah. i think that is a very very uh, important part to read right yeah so it's almost like you're looking at the companies that tell you oh we have few segments all right so for like for amazon they have e-commerce they have uh, aws right and then they have advertising and they kind of like have a peep into what they are doing each of this segment and which one which segment contributed the most to the overall revenue and profit okay so from there you kind of know which one matter the most all right mm-hmm. so you want to focus on the yep. majority all right so this is the part where you can actually find the information even for google itself they kind of break it down for uh, search you know youtube ads all right and then of course you have your cloud and other bets right mm-hmm. so you kind of have a full detail oh if by looking at google you know that oh google search is actually one of the biggest component there 100 billions all right and then you have other bets which is all right uh, okay they have they may have way more and all that but you know, those are just tiny bits, uh, low single digit contribution to the revenue. All right. Okay. So I think this is a uh, this is the next part. So after that, what do you read next? After that, I think it's the financial statement, right? Okay. Your re- your real health report, okay. right? Whatever the management did or the business do that come out these financial reports. Okay. okay? Uh, so in in this uh, financial statements, right? We are looking for a uh, big movement, mm-hmm. right? Why suddenly there's a change in the profit or the or any of the item, right? Yeah. There's a big significant change right so you want to find out why right and usually these financial statements right, is usually links with the management discussion mm-hmm. right where they explain why there's a big shift or if not you can get the information for the foot from the footnote okay. okay okay but of course at the end of the day right the business is still very important you need to understand the business that's what was being said you must understand is there a change in trend right that's what there was one scenario where um there's this company called bit buff and beyond so i think if you bought bit buff beyond in uh let's say you were to look at the 10k report in 2000 and i think 7 or 2008 right the the previous 10 years financial statement is beautiful it's really your typical companies that 10 10 that means they got all the best ratio they fulfill all everything they got no debt they got full cash mm-hmm. but for the next 10 years their share price just tank okay because right, because there's a change in their business all right. right because it's like a health report right i can see i, I go and see, do a medical checkup now i'm healthy mm-hmm. right but that's not means that the next 10 years are going to be healthy it's right. what the business and the management did for the next 10 years that you can maintain the same health report 10 years later right, right. so so financial statement is still a backward looking thing but then we also want to see whether what's the big movement in the financial statement yeah. and we want to link it back to the business and see whether there's a disruption coming yeah. for them but essentially if you look at financial statement you yeah. can't like you know if you think this is a good business the financial should yeah. prove to okay. you that yeah. you know so this is where you crunch all your numbers your net margin gross margin your return on equity in yes, terms of capital employed mm-hmm. right and your debt you also can assess whether the company is overly leveraged and you look at the cash flow yep. right so these are the places where I think uh, we oftentimes spend a lot of time because you need to you know, look at the trend of the revenue also yeah. the profit and also the cash flow right so and how the management is doing with the m- money that they have are they buying back share and stuff like that okay so all these are captured under your financial statement your income statement balance sheet and cash flow and i think most important what we just said is the footnotes right so sometimes financial statement is just a line one eye line on item yeah. but then they will give you a footnotes where you can go into the footnotes then they will like you know a whole show page you of it a page of <laughs> explaining it. that one line item right yep. yes yeah. sometimes yeah. it's like that yeah. yeah but then you know uh 95 bit 
percent of people don't read annual report, right? And actually, ninety eight, ninety nine percent people don't read financial bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Rarely yeah. people spend a lot of attention yeah. on that because it's too long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you really do have to find out because, like you said, you what you want to look for in a financial yep. statement is kind of like consistency. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because you don't want a company that's just up and down; it's very unpredictable. Yep. You're looking for consistency, growth, yep. and the best companies display that. Yeah. And the financial statements should show that. Yes, correct. Yeah. And of course, it's, you're not only looking at the one year; you're looking at the previous year because whatever the management did, right. Uh, it, it will shows in the previous year and uh, financial statements. So, like example, Rusmi said, the management is buying back share. You can shows the alignment of the management. You know, right? right? You, you are tracking for behavior. Yeah. Right. But the behavior don't happens on one particular year. The behavior happens throughout the years. So right? you do go through multiple yes, 10Ks correct. as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in one 10K, they usually go back three years usually yeah. for yes. certain uh, line items. Yeah. The last three years, but you do want to go at least five, maybe ten years even. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, we talk a lot about the 10k. I think most importantly is where do you find the 10k, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, Google is going to be your good friend. Yeah. Just Google it. 10k, the company name, or you can just go to the Agar, uh, EDGAR. Yeah. It's a uh, electronic data gathering analysis and retrieval system for yeah. a lot of US listed companies. If not, you just type the company's name, Investor Relations. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, then you just go to the website under the SEC filing 10k. Yeah, yeah. everything is there. Yeah. And on our side, if you want to find, if you want to cheat sheet of what we're discussing so far you know how to read the 10k annual report and you want to use that for reference when you're going through the sections in the 10k you can go to our link fifthperson.com slash 10k to download this cheat sheet it's entirely free you can just download it yep. and then use it for your reference if you're new to the 10k and you want to help for its reference and all that yeah yep. all right so so, so far we've discussed quite a bit for quite a bit uh, four four items to look at right yep. business risk factor and then management discussion and of course the financial statement and the footnotes i will classify as one the fifth one is of course we also look at the uh, sometimes the executive compensation okay uh, this is usually not part of the 10k they will say oh uh, you can go there to the page uh, i think that in the case for alphabet you can just go to item 11 page 88 but then we go to there they will say oh go and download the proxy statement okay yep. <laughs> which is uh, you know you can you can download the proxy statement also on the investor relation page mm -hmm. uh, and this is a part where you can get to see who are the chief level executives where how much they are drawing the salary from the company and you also want to look out how much they are getting versus how much the company is making so there are companies that are losing a lot of money and you know the the, the executive are drawing tens of millions of uh, or sometimes hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of, of millions. millions. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of management you have to ask yourself whether they are working up for you, they are making money for you or they're making money, money from you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so these are yeah. things kinda of like you know, as you move along you want to also yeah. dive deep into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, it's you're investing in in a company means you're investing in people yeah, who are running that yeah, company. You yeah. got to trust that team to manage your money. Yeah, because yes. I think a lot of people sometimes just look at stocks yeah. and just like a like a lottery ticket sometimes. Right. <laughs> you know, just trying to get in and out and make a quick right. quick so profit. Same thing. You have to read the annual report. If you don't read, how do you know the person is healthy? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. All right, so we've discussed quite a bit about 10K. I think uh, it's quite a bit, so do go through it yourself. I think there's a lot of information in that. Uh, but you know, what are the red flags that you look at when you go through a 10K? I mean, these are all important. You won't go through that. But it, yeah. are there any things that you look out for that go, oh, I should be careful with that? And then, you know, that kind of we want to avoid a company yeah. like that. I think the, I think one of the biggest red flag is actually we have... Uh, Rusmi had mentioned earlier on is the change in trend, right? Which is disruption. You don't want to, you don't want to buy into a company that you know they are being disrupted, right? So, for instance, uh, just now I bring up the case of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Yep. Uh, at the point of time, their numbers are beautiful, but 
that at that point of time there was e-commerce uh, coming up to challenge them, and and that is going to be the trend moving forward, and no doubt. So so if you are if you know that your company is fighting against the trend right of uh innovation right. You don't go into that company. So right. in the case of Bed Bath and Beyond, yes. they were disrupted by e-commerce. Yes, and correct. Yeah. And also, for instance, right now, if you go back to the Alphabet case, right, the, your your newspaper and your your TV, yeah. right, is being disrupted by Alphabet yeah. and Facebook, right. So you should not be investing in companies that doing TV, yeah, or maybe um, traditional advertising. Uh, traditional advertising. Yeah. I mean, there's so many examples. I mean, yeah. Nokia is a great example I mean Correct. it's not an American yeah. company they don't have a 10k but they have their own annual report right and they were disrupted I mean they were the biggest yeah, uh, 40% market share at, at one, one point it was even bigger than that I yeah. think yeah. yeah so but when the iPhone came out in 2007 yeah. it w- I mean it was just it was just a launch a lot yeah. of hype but it was still king of the hill yeah. for yeah. Nokia and then it just like just went away Correct. Just right. like because this count the disruption right don't happen overnight yeah. right they take time to chip they chip off their revenue and net profit year after year and eventually suddenly and there's a tipping point and it just yeah, like snowballs just and yeah. that's yeah. it yeah. yeah so so disruption is one reflect yeah. that you really they, look out for yeah because yeah. yeah. there are like things in the financial statement there are a lot of things that we can look at you know whether there's an increment of revenue faster than your uh, uh receivables that are actually increasing faster than uh, the the revenue so sometimes uh, this is uh, the things i mean it's a big topic there okay mm-hmm. but within the financial so that a lot of things to look at but one thing that i can share within the 10k is uh maybe with things related to the related party transaction mm-hmm. uh, where you know the business the public listed company may have transaction with uh, the executives or the insiders the biggest shareholders uh, and you know sometimes this leads to a loophole where they can actually uh, siphon the money out of the list code okay mm-hmm. i mean it happens a lot in asia in the u.s i see it's a lot cleaner mm-hmm. uh, but i think these are the one area where you want to avoid basically companies that have too much dealing with the insider themselves because right. it can yep. stop the numbers all right so that's yeah. why the financial phone notes are so important yes oh, to yes, know yeah. where the money is going where the money is yeah. coming from the rpt right. will find under the the related party transaction will find under the footnote yeah right. if yeah. you don't look at the footnote you will never know yeah, yeah. yes okay so I think these are pretty much the five segments that you look at yep. in the 10K annual report. So just yep. to summarize, you have the business, the risk factors, management, discussion, uh, executive comp- compensation, yeah. which yep. is yeah. related to that in the proxy yeah. statement. And of course, the financials and the footnotes. So once yep. again, yep. if you want a cheat sheet of all these segments and how you go about analyzing them, uh, go to justfifthperson.com slash 10K and you can download this cheat sheet for yourself for your reference when you're going through the 10K annual report for yourself. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. So 10K will be a good starting point, okay? Yeah. And uh, because it's not the end, you always better to uh, supplement it with uh, earnings call. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and of course, go and download the proxy statement. Yeah. Know, so there are so many other things when it comes to <laughs> analyzing or understanding it's, a company. It's kind of yes. like dating someone else. Yep. You don't. You don't yeah. just go on one big date and then you kind of know the person. Correct. Uh, yes. There's yeah. a lot of. Yeah. Uh, so your earning call is for you to assess the measure yeah, over time, right? Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, it's just like dating, I guess. <laughs> All right, and you want to marry a good person. <laughs> Same for your stocks. Okay, yeah. so I hope that was really useful, especially if you've been wondering how to read the 10K annual report and it's like a wall of text that's really intimidating. We broke it down for you. It's really easy. So once again, I think uh, this will be really helpful, especially if you're a beginner and you want to start analyzing a company. So once again, my name is Adam. That is Rosman. That's Victor. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining us. If you like this roundtable, please hit the like button. Tell us we're doing a great job. Of course, any questions about the 10K, put them in the comment section. Subscribe to our channel. Many more roundtables coming up as well. And of course, go to fifthperson.com slash 10K if you want that cheat sheet and just download that for free. See you around again.